it's fine. Three, two, one, one. That's right. Not the experts. We are back. I told you we had an NFL show coming weekly with the homie from the OG days, the OG not the expert days, before we had all this fancy technology and we were trying to find ways to make to make phone calls work without to make sound like podcasts work without this Zoom thing. The homie Josh Ferry is on. What's up? Yes, he's back. I'm Titus. Levi's here as well. Yo, yo. That's right. We got a we got a three man squad. This is a beautiful setup. Hold on, Josh. That disappeared for a second. Uh, so yeah, this is gonna be a, the NFL <laughs> show, the weekly NFL NTE NFL show. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's gonna be a podcast, like I said, weekly. Some days it'll be out Tuesday afternoon. Some days it'll be out uh, Wednesday morning. It just depends on what time we record, what time we get done. Cause I be having to go to sleep for work. So <laughs> to see and that sometimes I fall asleep on the couch on a Tuesday yes. at nine thirty. Yes, it until be like eleven thirty. It be like that, bro. It just it just hits sometimes. But yeah, so um, you if you follow the live show, which I'm sure you do, um, you know that me and Levi kind of gave our football thoughts a little bit of a brief overview Sunday. But before we get deep into it, I want to get Josh's thoughts. And Levi has hot takes from the Monday night games. So, uh, Josh, you can kick it off. What were your overall thoughts on week one of the NFL action? Uh, unsurprisingly, I think there were a lot of points. Like, I think yeah. defenses yeah. are going to get – because, like, offensive corners have had – a month plus to do whatever they want game plan wise. And there's no tape on anybody. Yeah, that's true. So you just got, you can essentially do whatever you want. Um, I'm trying to, Oh, uh, the Steelers are back. <laughs> back, back, but I have to, <laughs> yes, I think they're back. back <laughs> a league average quarterback last year and they never left. That's a good point. My time that I getting coached the year last year was kind of disrespectful. Yeah. Um, but who, who got it? Harbaugh probably. I think it was our ball. I'm not mad about that. Um, yeah. But I have to like be mentally prepared every single week to have the heart attack of Ben is grabbing his knee because that happened on the drive home from Kate's baseball game while we were listening <laughs> to it. And then uh, one of the beat writers said that Ben had a brace on his arm or like a wrap on his right yeah, elbow did. and he Mason Rudolph was throwing. And I'm like, I don't know why I expected anything good out of 2020. Well, <laughs> well, look, man, Mason Rudolph did say that he realized that he didn't play up to Pittsburgh standards last year. All right, he did say that. So I'm glad he was so aware <laughs> enough to realize that. <laughs> uh, can, I, can I chime in with Talk. The, the positive outlook for 2020 for Pittsburgh? The little bit that I did catch of Tennessee, I mean, not Tennessee, uh, Pittsburgh and New York, that defense is nasty. It's I mean, so Saquon good. Barkley, six yards, that's crazy. Yeah. They they blew up that offensive line, and that's why I said last year if they had anything at quarterback, they did they would have been in the mix because they won what eight and eight, eight games. Yeah, with literally no offense. Right, like it was horrific. Yeah, that Minka Fitzpatrick trade, people talk bad about that. It's like, oh, they gave up a lot. Might not Minka's worth that. Minka is worth two firsts. You know, you're not gonna you might not draft a Minka with two. It wasn't firsts. even two firsts. Oh yeah, it was one. It was one first, right? It was like yeah, one and one then and a, some of what they yeah. got in the Antonio trade. I think. yeah, because Ramsey went for two firsts. Yeah, yeah. So because Minka Fitzpatrick is a generational talent. He's so he good. That's why I want to have him trade for him. I think didn't. he forced two turnovers in the first game against San Francisco, and then I think that yeah. was the most turnovers we had had over the entire span <laughs> since Troy retired from the safety position. It's well, didn't he different. score like? Didn't he, didn't he have like two or three touchdowns his first game? He had like a pick six and a fumble you. return for a touchdown, something like that. I think that. he had the fumble return for a touchdown, and then I know he had I mean, the pick, pick six against uh, Indy. Later. Yeah, oh, okay. a little later. But he came in and made an immediate impact. And I salute to him, by the way. 
even though the Dolphins look decent, it's like like they might have a future. It's like, nah, I'm, I'm out. I'm not doing this. We're not gonna do this. We losing seventy five yeah. to three for my career, and how we didn't trade for him. <sighs> he doesn't trade for anyone. He doesn't trade for anyone. He doesn't draft well either. But we'll get to that. Um, and he needs to draft a new medical staff. We'll get to that too. I'm tired of this. Oh, sorry, I'm getting into my rants. Uh, <laughs> Levi, Levi, you got some. You watched the the Tennessee. You are the only one out of three of us who yeah. probably watched the full Tennessee and Broncos <laughs> game because I started it and it was it stayed, it stayed at seven to seven. I'm like, I'm not doing this to myself. I'm at my ten ten uh, evening on Monday. Yeah, I feel like I'm maybe one of a hundred people that stayed up for that game on the East Coast. It's possible, um, but it's kind of perfect that we we're talking about Megan Fitzpatrick and then transitioning into this because really my hot takes is that I just loved how last night when I was watching that game. The three names I kept hearing over and over were Alabama names. Derrick Henry, Jerry Judy, and the pre-Nick Saban recruit, Kareem Jackson, who's still tearing it up in the league. Uh, it was beautiful. I love seeing this Alabama talent coming into fruition in the NFL. Yeah, you don't have that often, does it? Dominate. Yeah, and – but along with that, besides Alabama players uh, – Titus, I had to go to the waivers. I had to go pick up Ryan Tannehill because Carson Wentz is my starting QB in fantasy. But is Carson Wentz going to keep wincing there? I don't know. So I had to go to Ryan Tannehill because Phillip Rivers is not going to be a formidable backup, it seems like, for me this year. So hopefully Ryan Tannehill will stay consistent this year. By handing the ball to Derrick Henry? It's kind of and throwing the – yeah, throw, well, throw the slants in the outs. That's all we need. <laughs> No interceptions, and give me a touchdown or two each game, and we'll be okay. Speaking on that game, the homie Vic Fangio went to the, went to the house with two timeouts. Vic Fangio. Okay, yes, Titus. I, I did see this. that. I took notes last night. Josh, yes. did you catch that? Vic Fangio. I, I saw it on Twitter, yeah, and I yeah. saw people making jokes that jokes on y'all. They get to start with six timeouts next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His his time management was uh, less miles worthy back when less miles was at LSU. That was the ty- type of uh, time management it was like, that was going on with Vic. Van- Vic, with Vic, Vic Fangio, Fangio, Vic Fangio played that they're not going to trust their own kicker game. He's missed every field goal tonight. And and my yeah. Mike Bray was like, I said I would cut my dick off last year if we made the Super Bowl. I would do anything. <laughs> oh, he, he did say that. Did I forgot. I love. I love Mike Vrabel so much. I love that man. <laughs> yeah, I want to say Goskowski's Goskowski's night reminded me last night. You two both, you two both know I love battle rap, and there's a quote this battle rapper had because he had like he had been known for like his name's Avery. He had been known for like having these off battles and not doing well. And he said, as long as I hit the game winner, I can miss all the free throws. And that was Goskowski last night. He missed all the free throws, but he hit the game winner. Erased all the pain. Hold the phone. He was betting on him to miss a 25 yarder. It's Goskowski. Bro, yeah. like, I get he's missed all the other ones. Yeah, I don't know where he's going. Because I, mean, I think Tennessee had the ball with, what, a minute something left? And just, they killed this, let the clock run down. And Vic just stood there. I was like, all right, cool. Yep. Give, me, give me 30 seconds left. Like, no, I'm, <laughs> like, I don't I don't know why he did that. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not just that, too, uh, about his time management. Um, also, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Steve Levy and Lewis Riddick in the booth. Uh, so much better than Booger and those other guys we had last year. But uh, – the whole time management or poor mismanagement of the time was a re- reoccurring theme for Vic Fangio all throughout the fourth quarter. If you go back and look at their time of possessions, it's two minutes max each possession. They just kept throwing the ball, did not run it when they had the lead. So it was just terrible, uh, you know, 
clock management all the way around that fourth quarter, not just going in with, you know, leaving two timeouts on the board. He also, yeah, kept throwing the ball away. Yeah, and then, and um, uh, Drew Locke was snapping the ball super early in the clock. It was like 13 oh, seconds. Yes. Was like, he was snapping like 12 seconds on the clock, not letting it, not letting it bleed down. I did watch the fourth because the game was still close. I'm like, oh, maybe Tennessee will win it. But, yeah, so that was going down. Yeah. Um, any, Levi, you got anything else? Uh, no, that's about it for me. Cool. I think I'm going to log off here. All right, bro. We appreciate it. I like these quick hits. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what you're going to get for me, a little sprinkle of, uh, you know, hot takes. I like that. On I like that. I'm going to steal this idea for a podcast idea I have for you later that I'll tell you about. Oh, bear. All right, bet. <laughs> All right, bet. <laughs> All yeah. right, dog. Thank All right, you, man. bro. Y'all take it easy. Take yeah. it easy, man. Peace. All right. Okay, so all the ones he missed were in the 40-yard range. Yes. Which, granted, Gaskowski isn't a normal kicker, but, like, 40 yards is a decently long field goal. Yeah, and in Denver. 25 is an extra point. Yeah, yeah. Is 25 less than an extra point? It might be about what it is. It It might be literally what it is. Yeah, I think it is what it is, yeah. Because you'd be kicking from the 15 and what – they snapped the ball from like the seven. I believe. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Man, that's so stupid. It was it was disgusting management. It was really bad. It's like it was like one of those things where it's like I get it, but I don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like I see I see what you might be planning. However, I don't think this is the best idea you could have had. Yeah, because they got they were at the twenty nine with um, a minute thirty three left. And then they um they ran they Jared Hugh ran got thirteen yards on second and fourth. So they had the sixteen with forty nine seconds yeah. left. And he didn't call timeout until it got thirty one seconds. Maybe it was just stood there and didn't call timeout until it got thirty one. I Good I Lord. yeah, I don't know what I I don't understand it. So yeah, um Drew Locke looked okay in spots, but I think he's gonna take some time. He's got a lot of weapons to play with. I think that's he's got a lot that's, of weapons. To play that's that's more of why more of why I'm excited to watch him as opposed to like actually just wanting to like thinking he's really good. Right. Is they've done a awesome job of getting so many like just weapons for him. and he also didn't have Cortland right. Sutton last night, who's by far the best wideout on the team. Yeah. For he, sure. He's a monster. Yeah, he is. So he I is. mean Fant had a good game. Judy played well. Like, yeah, they, they've got, they got some stuff. They got options. It's just like I think we talked about this um, on the phone the other day. It's just gonna be about is he re- is he able to get the ball to him? It's gonna be on like it's not right. gonna be. We'll know what kind of quarterback he is, and if he's not that guy, we might need to go ahead and look at Elway and say like, all right, bro, you can't, you you clearly can't draft quarterbacks. Yeah, like, and it's like I mean he he didn't do anything last night to lose them the game. No, no, so no. it's like yeah, yeah, just about all you really want out of your young guys for the most part. Right, 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 right. So before we get more into some specifics of week two, we're gonna talk about the checks got handed out, Josh. People got paid last week. You know what I'm saying? The Saints found money in a in a shed somewhere to give to, I, to Alvin Kamara. I don't know where they're finding it, but they figured it out. It makes no sense. It's it, like they they've been I thought they were salary capped out and they just found some bread. Paying Tate some hill before they still have, Alvin Kamara is weird. I, I still don't understand why that was a thing. They still have – well, the Falcons have the least amount of cap space. I'm looking it up real quick. They're yeah, sixth in cap space still available. They got $5 million. How? Oh, that must be like they're running out – they're done in the next couple of years. That must be that kind of thing. Like, I think next year they're supposed to be done. 
Gotta be. I think, yeah. Did you see that weird report that came out for, that Jay Glazer dropped for some reason where it was like, oh, yeah, Brady retired. We we're going to get Tom Brady. I mean, if Brady retired, we we're going to get Brady. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that somebody was reporting that they had interest, and I didn't know what that meant. I was like, did they want Breeze and Brady? Because that sounds like yeah. a bad idea. And I yeah, didn't click yeah. the article because, like, I don't care. Right, right. But, yeah, they were like, Breeze retired. They were going to try and get Brady. And there was I think, another I think Glazer too, said right? that. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And then I think Glazer said that Brady was, like, kind of seeing if Breeze retired or not. Uh-huh. I mean, if there's a quarterback suited to do the thing. If there's a system suited to do things Tom Brady does, it's it's kind of yeah. the Saints thing because that short passing route is kind of what Breeze does. He'll go downfield every now and then, but it's not the really Bears. That was the other team. The Bears. The Bears yeah. Oh yeah, he was, he was too cold. Yeah, it was too cold. It was too cold for him to in uh in Chicago. That's what he said. He he wouldn't be in the cold no more. He could have put his Uggs on under his cleat. He would have been fine. I, he really could have. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, he's been in the cold his whole life though. That's the thing. You know, did he not want to be in the cold anymore? Or did Giselle not want to be in the cold anymore? Probably Giselle. Cause I think Giselle wanted him to retire for a few years. I feel like she's like, if we're leaving this place, then we're gonna go somewhere warm. And I respect that from her. Like, I'm not like saying that not. Yeah. Know. I, that, I respect that. You keep having followed this man because yeah. you make more money than because you want to play his, his little football game. You know what I'm exactly, saying? Exactly. Because yeah. he wants to go dink and dunk for eight <laughs> years. Yeah. Once I'll the deep ball left. I'm blaming. But yeah, get up out of here. So running backs are getting paid, Josh. It's always a controversy, especially among like smart NFL Twitter. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think you know that I have a soft spot for the running backs. I feel like they do too much work to not get compensated, and it like, makes me. Sad. That's the problem because I feel the same way, but it's like most of the time it's so it's it just it's ends it, up being dumb. It like, does, which sucks. It it is. It's such a weird position because like yo, these guys are so good, and then by twenty six, you're like okay, you're you have like maybe a year left. I'm not paying you, and it's like, but he did all the work, right? And it's like the guys who are getting paid, and I think that's what we're going to keep seeing is like you have to be able to do more than yeah, just run the ball. Like you right, got yeah, Cook can, can catch the ball. Kamara obviously is one of the better pass catching right. guys in the league. Yeah, Joe Mixon McCaffrey. catches the ball really well, yeah, and I think that's why you saw like Fournette. Like the Jaguars had no interest in keeping him yeah. because he's literally a straight ahead, right? Four yards and that's it over and over right. and over. Again. So yeah. I think those guys are starting to like get paid because we see offensive coaches and all that starting to be more flexible with like getting them involved in different ways yeah. to where you're not just pounding them up the middle every single yeah. time and just getting them beat up. Yeah. And the thing is like an elite running back that does both is so essential to some of these offenses, these potent offenses. Like, yeah. They use them so much. It's like, how can you say this position is devalued? And it's like, it kind of is not valuable in the margins, but at the top level, you're not just going to be, you can't replace a Kamara or a Cook. No, not, and yeah, yeah, you can't plug in somebody else and like get right. McCaffrey production. Like, right, right, right. Yeah, it's not it's not gonna go down. Unless unless I mean Kyle Shanahan is the only one I trust to recycle literally every running back in the in the country. But that's like, only because his dad was doing it ten years before. Yeah, he yeah. Did, he so. just he's he has had the blueprint. He's been around the blueprint his entire life. Yeah. So that's the only reason he can do it. But yeah, no one else I don't trust anyone else to really do it like that. But yeah, and they've got like five starting running backs on their team. Yeah, yeah. I mean most of it had to hold out just to get a little bit more money. He didn't want that yeah. much. He's wanting a little bit. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's crazy but yeah um yeah I mean, it's interesting to see how that that evolution that position continues and it's like everything goes in waves with the nfl but it's like is the running back, is the running back position going to come back i feel like it's not unless unless the rule changes to help the defense a little more because the defense have a bad time out here yeah Jalen ramsey getting a clutch Jalen ramsey getting the clutch opi was shocking which which by the looks of it looked like the right call 
like, really did. Like he sold the, the contact. screenshot that I saw. Like He's, I mean, his arm was straight out pushing him. Yeah, he sold like, the contact man. really well because it, it was like just hand on hand contact. He sold it yeah. really well, but I'm good with that call. Then when he hit the Cowboys and gave them a loss, and he gave the exactly. Washington Football Team sole place, sole um, sole the first place, sole possession first place, baby. Maybe the football team got it. I saw a stat that said I think last couple of years every time Washington has won a game, everyone else has lost in the division. It's like how it goes. That's so weird. It is. <laughs> it's so strange. But it makes all of us feel better as a collective when Washington is in first place. Like, okay, well, this is okay. This will be fixed at some point. Um, speaking of running backs, uh, I got two things. We can go. Let's go. To, we can go to DeAndre Swift. Oh, oh DeAndre. We're going to learn about a lot about Matt Patricia. Oh, yeah, it's coming. We're going yeah. to find out if he's actually part of the Belichick tree or if he just grew in the same orchard. Because <laughs> if that was Belichick... Oh, my God. Have you have you seen Zootopia? This is... I haven't. Okay. I've seen parts of it, but I haven't seen There's a scene in Zootopia. It's yeah. really, really good for an animated movie. I love it. Um, there's some point in the movie where they're talking to, like, the mob boss, which is, like, the tiniest little, like, rodent you've ever seen. It's really small. And at some point... <laughs> He says, say hello to Grandmama, ice him. <laughs> and wants him to <laughs> drop him into the big ice pit. Yeah. And that's pretty much what Belichick would do with Swift if Swift or oh, yeah, it'd be uh, if Swift had dropped that ball for the pass. Oh, yeah, it'd be a wrap. It'd be a wrap. Underrated aspect, that was a Georgia to Georgia failure. It was doomed to fail. No. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that was a Georgia to Georgia connection. They had, like, no, had no hope of winning a game. <laughs> and that, like, how annoying is Adrian Peterson? He shows up on I Friday. Don't get it. I fourteen don't carries understand. for ninety three yards. Bro, he's like, he's like the elite version of Frank Gore. Yeah, he's like if Frank like, Gore was good. Yeah, Frank Gore's doing it two yards carries. Like, all right, whatever, that's cute. And Adrian Peterson's like, yeah, I can get hundred yards still. I can get close to hundred yards still. Yeah, it's like, no problem. Frank Gore is kind of just the meme about how he's still around and yeah. kicking. Like Adrian Peterson's still kicking and still like putting up numbers. It's, bro, remember when he tore the ACL, came back in like what eight months, and then. His first touch, his first touch in the preseason was a touchdown. It was like, oh, okay, he's 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 oh, fine. I guess, yeah, I guess he's he is okay. a cyborg. <laughs> it makes no sense. It makes no sense. And on running backs, um, uh, Cam, Cam in New England. Yes. Um, I'm very interested in this because that team still doesn't look no. good to me. And, and I mean, like, he didn't put up crazy passing numbers no, he because they really just they don't have receivers. No, they don't. Yeah, it's like people, oh, they ran the ball so much. Like, they have to because they don't have any receivers there. Like, that's Cam had be, that's 15 carries because you have Edelman, Nikhil, Harry, and that's it. I think all, oh, I guess Izzo's a tight end, right? Yeah, I think so. But Edelman that's, that's not a, and Harry were the only wideouts that had a target. Yeah, that's not a solid, that's not a good core at all. And, like, no. Week one Belichick is never what the final weeks look like. But right. you can look at that offense. I mean, we tried, people tried to do this last year. It was like, oh, they'll get – they'll wait till the playoffs come. It's like, no, nah, playoffs come are going to be the same oh. thing. You, it's, it's, yeah. it's a talent gap. But at some point, the talent matters. You got to have exactly. somebody scary to catch the ball. They when when you have a team – when you have a team like the Chiefs eventually on the schedule who are both talented and well-coached. Right. right, yeah. It's gonna that's be a where problem. you're going to run into trouble. It's going to be a problem for sure. And you can run to a matchup issue like they did last year with Tennessee. Like, it's just sometimes they're a bad matchup. I forgot that's who they lost to. Yeah, and there's extra wild card games this year, too. So it's not like they're going to get their ball automatically. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, they still might win the AFC East. I mean, the East, but... they've got the MVP in their division. Who's that? Josh Allen. God, I knew you were going to go there. I just wanted to sit you up. But yeah, Josh Allen, he didn't look bad Sunday. He really didn't. 
He didn't look bad. It he's still like, doing Josh he, Allen things where he overthrows people by three is. miles. But, I mean, he's fun to watch. It's just, well, like, you know, he's going to overthrow somebody. Somebody put something interesting out about him because, like, that was his first 300-yard game. And it's like, he's played right. bad teams before because he plays in the AFC East. Right. <laughs> that's still the first game that he's ever gotten to that's, 300 yards. So, I'm like, ugly. that's kind of – Yeah. Yeah. And then the 14 AFC carries East. for 57 and a touchdown because we talked – Sunday morning, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I was like, he's good for two touchdowns and whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're going to get that. Yeah, he's a great fantasy pick. three total touchdowns, and yeah. Yeah, you don't get dot points for overthrows in fantasy. Like, it's just, don't pressure, <laughs> don't. It's just like, yeah, I overthrow him, so what? We're good, we're fine. Yeah, um, they should win the division, but also, it's also the AFC East, and I feel like just trusting the Bills to yeah. do anything right is going to go wrong. On the other end, yeah, the AFC East is in this weird spot with quarterbacks, where it's like Fitzpatrick – Cam Newton, MVP. Fitzpatrick, the long time he'll kill your he'll kill your starters' dreams. Whoever yeah. you want to start, he'll kill their dreams. And you got the Sam Darnold thing, which I don't know what to do with that. Like, I don't think he I didn't think he was I didn't like him in college, but also I know that Adam Gase is for some reason still in the NFL and I don't understand it. I yeah. don't get why he's a head coach. It just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. And this is Josh Allen, like um, um, I can't think of the word. I had a word, but I can't think of it. But it's like the Josh Allen experiment. It's like really high, really bad. You just don't know what you're gonna get. It's a fun box. Right, yeah. Like fun box. Yeah, we're still learning about them too. And yeah. then for the most part, we think we know what we have for um I blanked. Cam and Cam, yeah. Fitzpatrick. But yeah. like and we'll see Tua at some point. Yeah, like, we'll see Tua eventually. Like the thing with Tua is I was like, don't rush Tua because no. first off, there was no preseason. Secondly, he literally broke his hip last year. That is not yeah. just the injury you need to play with at all. Cause I thought he would be done, you know. Cause that, I mean, that I know it was a long time ago, but that did kill Bo Jackson's career. It did. And it's like, um, I was I remember reading about it when it happened. Like these is com- this is comparable to a car injury, and you don't just necessarily get back fully right from that. Right. And that's a very big problem. So like, I, I just hope they be patient with him. And I think that's one thing about Miami's rebuild is that they haven't tried to like rush it. They haven't tried no, to be like, really okay, yeah, we're gonna do it one year and come back. No, we're gonna go one year. All right, we're gonna build this as slowly as we need to build it. We're not gonna just rush out. Oh, wait, we can get a king's ransom for Tunsil? Yeah, we'll just go ahead and do that. Yeah, and we'll keep building. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's the right. They're doing it the right way. They're not trying to force anything. And the fan base, I think the fan base kind of bought into it because they they didn't. I mean, they were terrible early last year, but they did kind of figure some things out, and get some wins on the board. Yeah, which was very important, especially for the um, head coach. What's heck? I forgot his name. Flores. Flores, yeah, especially Brian Flores, you know. You got to get that, get the confidence up. And then losing, sure. Patrick, so losing your start, key safety so early, he's like, I don't want to be a part of this at all, which, I mean. Yeah, no. People got mad at that. I mean, well, fan base is going to get mad at anything, but I respected it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. I, I, I can't get mad at it. Players' careers no. are so short. Like, right, right. And if I came from. It's just going to misuse you completely. Then, yeah, exactly. I'm going to be misused, right, and, yeah. we're not, and it's not for, like, winning football either, you know. Like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I don't blame you. You have me putting bad tape up, like I'm not good or something. Yeah, you know, not not with it. Um, so we have a burning que- two burning questions that will be asked weekly on this show, and um, regular stat update that will be given. Um, which one should we do first? Should we ask the burning question or get the stat? Let's do the burning questions first. Okay, let's do both of those. First burning question: be- Is Burrow a bust? No, I think we I say that. the jury's still out. Yeah, I think we all know that the Burrow bus campaign is my thing that I've been pushing for the last year and a half that Joe Burrow is a bus because like, he's 27 years old and he was just getting good. He had one good year in college. At he's not uh, he's not like, John Beck. He's not that old. 
He thought he was Chris Winkie. <laughs> Remember when John Beck came out at 27 yeah. as a yeah. first-round pick for the freaking Dolphins? Yo, who's the dude from Oklahoma State that Dallas uh, – Brandon Whedon. Brandon Whedon, yeah, yeah. He's not that old. He's just older than Lamar Jackson, but he's not that old. But, yeah, um, and the problem became for me when I realized that Joe Burrow is kind of awesome as, like, a person. He's really fun. He's so like, much fun. Like, this goes against everything that I believe in because I, I, I like him as a person, but I, was, I did this he's yeah. a bus thing for so long. I don't want to come down from the train. <laughs> but in, in interest of fairness, I don't think um, – I think it's too early to judge because that O-line in Cincinnati is just not good. That O-line was bad. And so, like, I went back and watched – now, granted, I just watched their highlights. I didn't watch the whole game. But yeah. – for the most part, it's like when he had time, he looked good, like looked solid, and his right. stat line looks completely different. He oversailed, I think it was green, by like eight yards on a wide-open yeah. touchdown for like 40-plus yeah. yards. So he missed that. But like everyone talking about after the game, A.J. Green was like, yeah, his composure on that last drive, he's like, it was like something I haven't seen. Like dang, he Andy. wasn't nervous at all. And then the kicker just pushed it. Put, pulled his hamstring like, on the kick. Yeah. Oh, I forgot it. Yeah. Yeah. I meant to see what That's his final injury was. That is unfortunate. Oh, no, kicking. Uh, it was on the kicking foot, too. So, yeah. as, soon as, the, <laughs> as soon as he hit the ball, it probably, whatever it was, yeah. probably pulled. It was and, done. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's, a bad, that's a bad look. I hate that for him. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, then the, the pick for Burrow was him just trying to do too much. Try yeah, to which shuffle are, pass and just shuffle it right to him. Yeah, so. and Rick is going to do that, especially when he got away with so much stuff at LSU. Because he was able to do whatever yeah. he wanted with that offense. The offense that was, he was ridiculously loaded. And he was just was. out there doing whatever he felt like doing. He's like, yeah, I can just do and this. And the Chargers, that. like, they have a good pass rush. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, they have Bosa, a really good front seven. Right. Bosa went there, and it was just like, yeah, we can just do what we want. Um, There's something to be said for Ricky pass rush coming to the league. is kind of dominating very fast. Um, yeah. Joey did it. Joey. Yeah, Joey. No, Nick. Nick did it with San Francisco, right? Yes. I can. I can. Yeah. I think, yeah, Nick did with San Francisco last year. And Chase Young is doing it with the Redskins already. Like, it's it's kind of crazy how easy the passwords come in here and get and get get it done. Like, there's no learning yeah. curve for them. They just come to the NFL, oh. like, go get the quarterback. Yeah, because right, cool. I've been doing this for years. They keep it simple that for them from yeah. the start. They're just like, yeah, hey. yeah, just go get him. Be, be athletic. Be an athlete. But yeah, I will not. I will get off my burrow as a bus name. He got about two more weeks of this, and then it's coming. He's got Thursday night game coming up soon, and they play the Eagles. He's, in a couple he's of got years. Cleveland, and then he's got Philly. Cleveland, ugh, yeah, Cleveland. Ugh. Right, oh, so them and them and Philly, yeah, yeah. Them and Philly is going to be a fun battle of bad offensive lines. That'll be exciting. It is going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, great matchup. Um, yeah, you, know, you mentioned Cleveland, Baker Mayfield. What are we doing? What's happening? I honestly did not watch a ton of those highlights, but man, I still don't understand why they're not. Why they can't do anything? At this like, point, like I don't it's got to just be a curse. It is right. Like it's beyond X's and O's at this point. It's beyond because I mean, no matter what you think about Odell Beckham, having Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry should not lead to a bad offense under any circumstances. No, it's it's just not a thing that should happen. And they was just they're just not like I get the Ravens are probably a Super Bowl contending team, but you can't be that far off from them. Right. Like no one in that in the specifically in the AFC um. North, no one should be getting blown out like that. Like, no, not a single, all the every, teams are, like, on paper too talented. Yeah, 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 like, the Bengals are about the only team that should be out of the mix. But the top three, that should not – that shouldn't be happening. Yeah. You shouldn't be – it shouldn't be a 38-6 to six difference. Maybe, you know, no. a 17-24 a type game or a 10-24 type yeah. game, something like that, 10-20. But, like, 38-6, to six? no, that's, that's not what it should be. That can't be what it should be. Lamar Jackson looks better. 
and good luck to all of you. Yeah, he looked good. With that. Yeah, I, I wish you all the best. If that's if that's the case this year. Yeah, him <laughs> and up. Marquise Brown look like they just got another level of good. Right. Yeah, and then Mark yeah. Andrews is just so good. Oh yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they have a perfect offense built. Just about honestly, you got the running backs, you got tight they ends. They do because I was just thinking about it. Like, it's so hard to come back against them because yeah. of how well they run the ball with Lamar right. and all eight running backs. But <laughs> right. so it's like so they can do the Georgia Tech like triple option bleed you out. But then yeah. also if they're down, they can flip the script and go full spread. Yeah. Texas yeah, Tech is, and just throw so it all over weird. the field and yeah. put points up on you so fast. Right, and I think them being a little healthier this year, I think they're going to be – and Lamar's taking another step. I don't think what happened within the Titans game is going to happen this year. I just don't see that. I don't see you just no. getting the lead on them and then shutting them down. Because that was kind of the thing last year. They got thrown on the table because they went out so badly. But it's like when you run teams off the field so long, it gets kind of difficult to come from behind because you haven't had to do it at all. They're like, oh, well, yeah, we, yeah. we're not in control of the game. Like, you don't know what it's like to not be in control because they've been in control for so long. It's pretty wild. But, yeah, um, and the last running question, Brady Wash? Always. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was a – he looked a lot like he did last year, honestly. And, like, and he I wasn't – Arians – what did Arians say after the game? I'm going to look it up. You got to say what you need. I'll look this quote yeah, up. Um, yeah, he, um, he looked a lot like he did last year. And a lot of football people who aren't like – I mean, the Patriots' mystique kind of carried him last season, his mystique, which he, his earned mystique. But it kind of carried him last season to a high seat he really didn't need because he really was – if you watched him play last year, it's like, this ain't scary, scary. Like, the name is Brady, but it's not – I'm not scared of this right now. We talked about really this so not. much last year. We did. Because it's just like – at some just, point, yeah, we were like, at some point, this has to come back to them. At some if point. You can, yeah, if you can remove the fact that it's Brady, if you take the name off the jersey and you just look at who's playing quarterback, it's right. not good. It's, it's not. It it's really, really bad. Right, yeah, it, it wasn't good. It wasn't good football. He kind of looks like that. And I still don't think these weapons fit his skill set. Like, they don't, don't, and that's why I told you so many times, I'm like, he's going to ruin Mike Evans, who's yes. one of my favorite wideouts. Yes. Because <laughs> he's six five and run can outrun most dbs like right. he's so good right and nah, brady now granted mike evans was hurt yesterday so yeah. like there wasn't yeah. much he could do there but it's like they have vertical this, weapons and you have a yeah vertical weapons that come like vertical attacks and a non-vertical uh throwing he QB. he and godwin should be able to do well because godwin does right. so well running around in the slot yeah but for sure. arian said yesterday yesterday yeah, yeah. he said he looked like Tom Brady in practice all the time, so it's kind of unusual to see that in a ball game because they didn't do things that we didn't get ready for. Everything they did, we thought we were ready for. Yo, and he also put at least one of the interceptions on Brady. Yeah, he, he said put both of them on Sunday, but then he keep walked it back when he watched the film yesterday because he put both of them on Brady yeah. Sunday, but then he walked it back. Yeah, for one of them. His, this Bruce Arians thing where he puts all he just throws all his players under the bus. That's gonna get old really fast, right? It's going to get old really, really quickly. Because I thought some Cardinals man said he kind of did that with them too. And it's cool at first, but it gets old really, really fast. I wonder – I don't remember off the top of my head because it's been a while. I wonder if he did that in Pittsburgh too. Because yeah, I know him, him and, and – Him well, and Ben got along, right? Oh, they did? Okay. Oh, um, no, ben they didn't get did. along with um, the other guy, Wizenhunt, right? Ben didn't get along yeah. with um, – Yeah, they didn't get along. But, yeah, I'm very – yeah, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of a weird thing. It's kind of a weird role out here. Coach do that, like, so, like – aggressively publicly i guess <laughs> right you know and like it's weird because it's brady we're not used right. to yeah 
We're yeah. used to Belichick, who won't blame anybody publicly. Yeah, the only time, the only time Belichick blamed Brady publicly was in the Deflate Gate. That was the only time yeah. we ever saw Belichick just throw Brady under the bus. Like, hey, you got to talk to the quarterback about that. Exactly. I still say that's when the rift started. I still say that's when the rift started. I think so, too. Happened. Yeah. Like, no one talked, but that's that had to be when it started. He's going to put all this on me? Okay. Okay, bet. But, yeah, um, that was the thing. Now, uh, I got to talk about Carson Wentz again, Josh. Oh, I thought we were going with the stat update. Oh, I'm sorry, we'll stat update. Next. We'll go to stat update, yeah. Taysom Hill stat update. The third-string quarterback who's getting how much, 21 mil? Uh, Maybe. Let me look it up real quick. I want to put respect on one of the elite NFL weapons. <laughs> this takes, takes so, I just don't. It's so annoying, man. It's so. It's not annoying. He's a weapon. He's. I understand. He's a weapon, man. <laughs> he's Bro, getting paid. That, okay, so his his money kicks in next year. He's gonna okay. get paid sixteen million dollars next year. Good lord, man. What are we doing? All right. Week one. Week one. Taysom Hill. What we got? What we got? Three rushes, uh-huh. 13 yards, Woo! one reception for 14 yards. And you might think that's not impressive. You might think that's not impressive for Taysom Hill and all that money. He's a weapon. But what you don't understand and what you didn't see, you may not have seen, you may have seen, I don't know. One completion, one attempt, the dagger to Kamara downfield, 38 yards, and that was the end of the ballgame. I did catch the dagger. He did, he did ice the game. He did ice the Some game people sure. will say, hey – they were up by 20 points. Tampa was just trying to protect the run because they were going to run the clock out. No. No. Bro, Saints, for Taysom Hill. Saints fans are so funny because they still talk about Taysom Hill like he's 25 or something. He's just the future of the team. Like, he's 30. It's not your Quarterbacks future quarterback. Until they're 40. Quarter, not Brady's your, playing. He's 42. Brady's 42. It's not your future starter. They don't want to accept he's not the future starter there. They Brady's got Jameis for a reason. Yeah, Brady's, Brady's 42. He needs to be out. Jay, they years. needed someone to hold the clipboard literally because Taysom Hill, Hill's on the field too much. Yeah, he's too busy. He's too busy out there being a, being a weapon, being a much-needed weapon. All right, and now we'll – It is funny it. that Taysom Hill is like the most irreplaceable running back in the league for some reason. Look at this. My man only played 17 snaps and put up that stat line. Directly involved hey, on five out of 17 look, plays. Where's my calculator? Look. <laughs> and that doesn't even double. count the distraction that it takes. He had double the rushing yards of Saquon Barkley. So. 30% of the time on the field, he touched the ball. 30%. And you so factor on the field. in, we'll, we'll conservatively add another 65% of distraction level. Distraction, distraction level play, yes. Like yes. You, you can't let Devin White follow Kamara because Devin White has to cover Taysom. Yeah, deal with Taysom. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. Kamara's only going to run and catch it. Can't lead to, yeah, Taysom might Taysom throw it. Taysom Hill might throw it. I'll run it, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know. 38 yards. One for one. You never know what, what Taysom Hill might do. It's scary. A passer rating of 118.7. That's almost 119. He's, <laughs> he's the ultimate He's the ultimate X factor in Madden. That's what he is. Exactly is. Um, in the copycat league, it's funny no one tried to copy the Taysom Hill thing. In the you copycat can't. league. You can't. He's the only one of those. And they made him at BYU. Brigham Young, baby. Passer rating. Where's it at? Who's the he broke his leg rating? twice in college, right? He was in college for like 12 years, wasn't he? Yeah, it's BYU, though. You have to. Yeah. yeah. What else? Do you find more Taysom Hill information? You got something else? You got another mind-blowing stat for me? Yeah, I'm looking it up real quick. Okay. Uh, where's passer rating? There it is. Single season. Oh, God. Oh, that's, oh I'm, I looked at, like, career, like, all-time highs. <laughs> God, I hate football reference. I can't find anything on here. It's so difficult. Like, football reference is so cool when it works. 
but it always works with other people. It but like I, I have it. I have it on split screen, so I, I'm oh, only yeah, working yeah. with half of it. You have somebody pull a full reference stat, and it goes back like ten years. It's like, how'd you do that? And then I try and do it, and I can't get past like two days. Two thousand twenty. How can? Oh, here we go. NFL league. No, I, I just need current seasons. Current season. There it is. No, that's team. Those standings. You're struggling. It's, it's smoking you right now. Here we go. What's football DB? What? What website is this? Okay, so he was at a one seventeen point eight. He matched Ben Roethlisberger in wow. passer rating. I mean. He only trails Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Gardner Minshew, Rodgers, Mahomes, and Kirk Cousins. That's one, two, three, four, five, six elite quarterbacks and Gardner Minshew. Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. That's where he ranks if, yeah. if he mean, qualifies hey. for stats. Hey, look, man. It is what it is at this point. You know, you just putting out you just putting out the information. You just get out the information. I also have a stat that I would like to give out. I remember this when we went searching. Since 1999, there have been 62 drives of 19-plus plays. The Giants are the first one that had that end in interception. His old big Cam Hayward went flying through the sky to pick that <laughs> ball up. How, how long do you think he thought he was in the air for? At least 30, at least 15 seconds. At least 30 seconds. Yeah, he was hanging. He was hanging. Now, his thing, there is one other one that ended in a punt. It was a 20-play, 51-yard drive, took 10 minutes off the clock, ended in a punt. What? <laughs> Um, of course, this I found all this on NFL Reddit. Um, it went. It was the Carolina Panthers, by the way, three years ago. It went seventy yards, and they lost twenty yards. Ended up with the first and ten from the twenty, and somehow punted, punted from the opponent's forty after getting to the red zone. Yeah. So yeah, that was the thing. That is insane. It is. That's like getting offensive coordinator fire type play too. Like we have a bad season, and that's like a highlight on it. You you might be out of a job. He's got to go. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, yeah, um, so we'll get to Carson, my beloved Carson Wentz. Josh, I'm hesitant to put a lot of blame moments for Sunday. For one, three offensive line more – well, two offensive line more out. Lane Johnson was questionable. He had a bad ankle, but I'm pretty sure he played. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Redskins pass rush is no joke. I mean, Kerrigan's a monster. No. Chase yeah. Young – I already knew Chase Young was going to be a monster. You remember me on draft night when I was like, oh, God, they got Chase Young. I am terrified. Yeah. Once they landed that second pick, and then since he, yeah, um, once they pretty Blue much Burrow, said we're moving yeah. on from Dalton, yeah, yeah, I was all right. Well, this is this is a disaster. Um, so he got sacked eight times yesterday, and the big narrative is he could have avoided a lot of those sacks. And while I do understand that narrative, <laughs> and I get it because, I mean, sacks for the most part, I mean, sacks can be there's some sacks can be avoided. Throw the ball away, get it out of your hands or something, but. I mean, Carson, it's kind of one of the things that I take, I give and take with Carson because when he makes plays, it's some of the most incredible plays in the, in the league. Like, he's up there with the playmaker that yeah. can make those plays. Like, when he can escape the pocket and get something going, it's it's incredible. Like, extending the play, it is what it is. And sacks are just a byproduct of that. Russell Wilson takes a lot of sacks, too. Russell Wilson also makes a lot of great plays. I'll, de- exactly. I'll deal with that. Big Ben does the same thing. Uh, yeah. And sacks are weird because sacks can be both a like an offensive line stat, a defensive right. line stat, a corners, <laughs> like a secondary stat, and yeah. a quarterback stat. Right, right, right. So it's not necessarily because always on – yeah. In any given play, I mean, you could have just clamps in the secondary and then six seconds, you're going to get to the quarterback in six seconds no matter who you have on the line. Right, right. Now, one thing – this is this is a very, very bad stat that 
people found is that Carson Wentz has 19 fumbles. Uh, Brian Bryn Swartz tweeted this Eagles at Eagle Central on Twitter. Carson Wentz has 19 fumbles in 17 games since the start of 2019. That is that is a lot. That is a uh, yeah. That is a big big number of sacks, and it's not something. It's year five of that, and he's kind of had a fumble problem for a while. But like, this is not a thing that can continue, especially when your O line is not up to par the way this one is. Like when your O line is the way it is, you kind of got to adjust the way you play a little bit. Just get the ball out, get rid of it, and part of this is also on play calling because for one. Um, Doug Peterson was still trying to call these like long drop back plays for some strange reason when we have three offensive linemen down and he's already been sacked. He got sacked, bro. When Lee was up 14, we was up 17 0, he'd already been sacked four times in the first half. Jeez. Yeah. So it like we were up in that game. Like we have no business leading this game at all. It doesn't really. It's make, like so when, we, uh, when Golden State was leading the Cavs like by like 12 in game seven. But. <laughs> the Cavs were like three of twenty from three. Yeah, yeah, it, it was one of those type things. Like we don't, we shouldn't be up in this game, but for some reason, somehow we are, and it, it felt like that. And then they lost the lead. Like I was annoyed, but it was also because I mean, you have seventeen point lead, you need to just get some points up at yeah. some point, right? But it was like, yeah, it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, well, I guess this is. I mean, we're losing the game. We should have been losing the first half. It just looks worse because we had a seventeen point lead. Just put some, just score in the second exactly. half. That's all you need to do is score in the second half. It was strange. But yeah, play call needs to be a little better. Not having Miles Sanders hurt a lot because I mean Boston Scott is a cool thing, but like that's not that's not the future of the that's not your game changing running back at all. No, Sanders is Sanders is the dude. We saw yeah, that in the second half for sure. of last year. For sure. Now it wouldn't have been as bad a problem if Ty Rosen had drafted JK Dobbins instead of drafting um um Jalen Hurts. QB but, you know, we gotta be a QB factory apparently while we're yep. trying to while we're in the middle of our window with a quarterback we just gave a bunch of money to. Now, I do think Carson needs to be better, but here's here's the crazy thing I heard about Carson, right? He has a total of um, 13 – he's thrown the ball away a total of 13 times in his career. Total. Yes. He doesn't throw the ball away. That's not his thing. That's not his his thing, apparently. Throwing the ball away is not his thing. He's not not out here to just get rid of the ball if if things go bad. He's going to try and make something happen. Like I said, it's really cool when it works, but you also got to know – you guys got to know when just I just got to take this. I just got to get rid of the ball here. You know, it's got to be a fine line there. And a lot of things with Carson is he does like I think part of it he is he's still trying to chase that that 2018 season. Yeah. And I get it because I mean that season was incredible. That was a that was a magical year. It was a beautiful year. He had 30 touchdowns before he got injured and missed three games. He was going to be MVP before he got hurt. So I understand yeah. that. But at the same time, it's like bro, you don't have to chase that. You just have to be. You just have to be. A, you just have to be good. You know, you don't have to yeah. be that. You don't have to you don't have to be that. You just have to be good, you know, and that's okay. It's okay to be good. Good quarterbacks last a long time, especially when the team is built right around him. And he's and he has the ability to make elite plays anyway. So it's not you don't have to do that every single play. Right. You gotta know when to just okay, I take this this little yard is here, come back the next down. And you have an aggressive coach anyway, so you don't have to be that when you have an aggressive coach, you don't have to be like super aggressive every single play. Like Doug yeah. didn't give you a shot at it. And, and here's the thing with Doug Peterson. I need him to stop calling screens. The screens are so predictable, bro. Like, I always know when the screens are coming, and they almost never work. I haven't seen a screen yeah. play from Doug Peterson work in a very long time. Like, we have to eliminate that from the offense, please. And Zach Ertz, I, I advocate for you to get paid if you caught the touchdown because I love you, but one catch is not – that's that's not going to get you paid, bro. How are we going to – and, and you know Zach Ertz has two years left on his deal. That's the other thing. No, I didn't realize that. Yeah, he has, like, two years left. So, it's like you're trying to get paid now, and it's not going to – 
that kind of performance is not going to happen when we got Dallas Goddard on the other side. Getting, getting exactly, and he had a good game. He did have a very good game. I think he had 100, 100 yards or so. Um, Rieger, Rieger had one catch. That was cool. I'm going to need more than that. Um, thank you for catching it, though. You see Nelson Aguilar had the audacity to catch the touchdown? Yeah. Not mad I got. I'm, I meant to text you about that, but then I decided I'd also I was so nice. upset. I was so upset when I saw that. I'm like, you got some you got some nerve, Nelson. Some nerve. I'm gonna forgive him one day though. I'm gonna forgive him one day. Just yeah, that's my today. Yep, yeah. Those are my Eagles takes. We play the Rams Sunday. I don't expect um if there's ever a game for Carson to learn to throw the ball away, it's that one. Lord yeah. have mercy, Aaron Donald's coming. I don't know if y'all saw any of the clips from the Aaron Donald Cowboys performance, but whatever that whatever that weird stat they put on him during the week. Whatever weird stat they put on him to slander his name. Do you say that? The, what was it, yeah. the run stop rate or something? He was apparently very upset about it and bullied the Cowboys offensive line and choked Sam Ezekiel Elliott. So, Lord only knows who's going to do with this Eagles offensive line. He's a defensive tackle in the six-pack. I almost want Jason Peters to sit that game because he's already ancient, and I don't need – I don't like seeing him get hurt all the time. So I almost don't Donald like shouldn't to face him, though, right? I mean, would you just would you switch him on to J- Jason Peters? Because I would. Why not? Would you put? A, I don't know. I'd abuse I'll move that. I'll to the outside. I'll move him to the outside. Why not? Like he'll bounce around, but I still think they avoid Peters. I mean, maybe they, they, they should. Yeah, they should. But I'm um, I'm terrified. Peters did get his money to move to left tackle, so that was nice. I guess whatever. Oh, he did. Yeah, they did. They did get. I think it's guaranteed the rest of his money or something like that. Things will happen. There's the the agreement that came to a guaranteed the rest of his money. So. Good for him, I guess. I need better than that Sunday. Good luck to you all, because Josh, I'm scared. I'm very afraid of, of this Aaron Donald situation. It's not just that. I mean, Jalen Ramsey's outside there, too, and he also likes to tackle, so. Yeah. He just kind of did. He did pretty well on Amari Cooper. And he's a great flopper, too. Uh, he, he great, he's great at selling contact. Not that our little tiny receivers are going to touch him, because we got speed guys, but. Yeah. I don't know, maybe speed. I think speed guys give those bigger quarterbacks problems, though. So maybe we'll be able to take advantage of that. Yeah. Richard Sherman would always struggle with kind of the small, quick guys. Those are always guys that gave him problems too. Like the guys, the physical receivers didn't really give him issues, but the speed guys did. I'm I think scared. Marcus Wheaton torched the Seahawks for like 200 yards. He did. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. When the Steelers just crank out wide receivers, that's all. It was continuously crank out random yeah. wide receivers and then get them paid and then find another one to replace them. Yeah. How you feel about Claypool, by the way? Uh, I mean, two catches last night, I liked it. I just like having somebody with some size out there again, like the yeah. size and speed combo, because, yeah. like, I'm getting, like, a little bit of, like, the Martavis Bryant vibes from him, which is mm. fine, because if you can have Juju and Deontay be your steady one right. and two, right? and then just let Claypool torch guys. Martavis was good. He just was, he was problematic. Really good. He was just probably Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Claypool was probably – he, he went to Notre Dame, which means he's a good, he's a good person. That's what – and he's from Canada. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, what's, what's going to happen? Um, week two matchups you're looking forward to? Let me look at the schedule. I forgot to say, I meant to tell you this before we started, but not the experts. We're still figuring out our chemistry. We're still getting our chemistry back. It's been a while. It has been. It's been a long time. It has. Um, I'm glad we're back. Let me pull it up real quick. Uh, week two. Um... Uh, Falcons Cowboys. Looking forward to that. Somebody, no. somebody has to get their first win. It'll be Dallas. The Falcons are awful. They, they can't bad. stop They're so anybody. Bad. They're in, like Levi. 
gave a text on that he's hopeful about them because like he feels like they're building towards the future. But I'm like, but you're off. But also, he knows that the offense is kind of built to win right now. Yeah, here's the problem: is yeah, you're running out of time with Ryan. You are, you are. And by the that's, time the defense really catches weird. up, which the defense is Quinn's like thing, right, <laughs> right. And it's weird that they have nobody in the secondary who covers anyone. Not a single soul. Not now. A granted, person. your number one corner right now might be a rookie, so like you, you get a pass on that. You did with that. Yeah, going to be growing things. Um, let's see. Yeah, Baltimore Houston good. could be fun. Oh, um, Houston has the worst schedule I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I said this game on Sunday. New England could be fun. Seattle New England should be fun. Cam and Cam versus Russell is always a fun game. I always enjoy that That's, matchup. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kyler Murray is Kyler Murray must watch TV. Yes, I agree. But not against, but against Washington, I don't know. I mean, that's like that's he's must, must watch. watch. Yeah, there I mean, are I a ton of great matchups this week. Watch this, it's really, it's kind of a down week. Chiefs at Chargers should be interesting. I feel like Chargers do okay against them. Yeah, sometimes. it's um, pretty. Those four o'clock games, like, yeah, I completely forgot about Tyrod Taylor. Maybe by the Denver way. Pittsburgh. Maybe, probably not. Is that in Denver or at Pittsburgh? At Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah, I feel a little confident in Pittsburgh. Going to Denver is always weird, even with no crowd. Yeah. Uh, Saints at Raiders is a, a Monday night game. I don't need to like. No, I don't want to watch that. I, I don't care. Wait, Marcus Mariota didn't beat out Derek Carr, huh? Nope. He's he's on the IR. He's hurt. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he's got a pec injury, and he had a really bad camp, and they're, I think they're saying that he had a bad camp because of the injury. Okay, understood, understood. Yeah, this is not a great Sunday. There's no Thursday night game this week? No. Oh, no the, oh Bengals and Browns this week. This Thursday night, I'm I'm good. Like, Which is kind of yeah. interesting, just because I like yeah. both quarterbacks. Yeah, but yeah, I've catched a little bit of that, I think. Um, but yeah, this is not a like super great Sunday. Nah, uh, I'll probably find a way to watch the Eagles game, and that'll be about it. That oh, week. next Monday. Okay, let's fast forward to week three real quick. Let's, let's get away ahead of ourselves. Yeah, next Monday night, Kansas City, Baltimore. Yep, I need that in my life. That's going to be another night where I have it on my phone while we're playing Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely need that in my life. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for that. That's game. what I did last Ooh, night wait. with the Steelers is we're playing Among Us, and I yeah. just had my phone next to me and pulled it up on there. Yo, Packers and Saints is that Sunday night, too. Oh, man. Week three is week three is looking right. Okay. Yeah, let's just let's get, let's get power through week two. Let's do it. Get back to week three where we get SEC football starting back. And, right? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think it starts. Because Georgia, I know season, Georgia like, starts the 26th. Bro, I'm still not like – I can't even get excited about it yet. I can't because it's not even a real season. It's like no. you have three conferences. The Big Ten was smart, and now they're scared of like a few yell- parents yelling at them, and now they got afraid. And now they're like, okay, maybe we'll start earlier. And apparently the Pac-12 is looking at starting earlier too. Yeah. Which, Which is mean, weird because like they're fighting with like – just conditions where we really shouldn't be outside at all. Like beyond Corona. Yeah. There's no reason to be outside. If you're in LA, if you're an LA, LA team right now, or California, or Oregon team, or Washington team. Yeah. Utah might be safe. Everybody has to go to Utah. Mm-hmm. Bubble up in Utah. That's about it though. Um, now I did find something weird for, um, there was something I found about the Rams that hurt Sunday night, back in the NFL real quick. Yeah. They have to go, you know, they play Philly Sunday and then they play, um, they have another East coast game. But they can't stay in the East Coast because of their the Corona policies, so they gotta go cross country. They gotta go cross uh, cross country twice, basically, because they're not letting them stay in the cities. That's awful. 
It is. I thought that didn't make sense, but I'm like, well, I guess you don't want two NFL teams in the same area, so that makes, yeah. that, it makes more sense now because you can't really bubble them in that specific way. So, but yeah, that that really sucks for them. Now, I want to review the Houston schedule again because I need people to understand how terrible it is. They play Kansas City week one. They play Baltimore this week. At Pittsburgh the next week. Minnesota the next week. Jacksonville at Tennessee and versus Green Bay. Then they get a bye week. That is evil. That is an evil schedule. So wrong. It's <laughs> no one deserves that kind of schedule, bro. No one has earned. No one. You know what? Maybe Kansas City deserves the kind of schedule, and I feel like they still might go fourteen and two with that. But that's about it, though. You don't. You can't just do. They don't deserve that. No. Somebody's trying to get Bill O'Brien out of there. They want Bill O'Brien gone, and I res- I respect it. That's messed up. But yeah. Uh, I think that wraps up what we got this week. So, like I said, be on the lookout for it. Um, you know, watch whatever game hits your heart next week, next Sunday. You know, don't don't trip if you miss a few games. Just watch whatever game you feel desired to watch in your heart, in your heart of hearts. You know, be free. There's not really a, I need to catch this game now. You just do what you need to do. You know, if you have some, some chores you need to get done at some point on Sundays, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday is really a perfect red zone day. It's like a don't focus on one game. It's just a red zone day. It is. Day. Yeah. Because yeah. some days you want to watch a game, but, like, you, you got to keep just keep the red zone on. Just, yeah, Sunday's a red zone day for sure. But, yeah, I think that wraps us up. Josh, thank you. I'm glad we're doing this. I am too. You know I'm saying next week will be fun again. And look at – so, like, look at us. Okay. So, we were going we'll, – we'll go behind – we'll go yeah, behind yeah, the we'll go behind, yeah, we'll get We were planning to record this at, like, 10. <laughs> I laid on the couch, which was dumb. I wasn't planning on falling asleep, yet I grabbed a pillow and a blanket. And then Nakoma, our dog, is a like 55-pound pit bull who snuggles better than anything because she's so calm <laughs> when she like gets tired. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I get woken up to Jess getting home from work, and I'm like, uh-oh, she was getting home from work at like 1130. <laughs> what time is it? So, I'm impressed with us missing the initial window and then yes. still we still got it done. Usually we're like, ah, we'll do it tomorrow then. If right, one of right. us is asleep or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and here's full disclosure: the we'll do it tomorrow has worked out maybe less less than Taysom Hill's offensive production. Like it's worked, it doesn't work out that much. The we'll do it tomorrow thing. Yeah, it very <laughs> rarely. Yeah, one of us sleeps one day, I'm oversleeping the next day. Exactly. Like, I got baseball writing tonight, so yeah. most likely I'll probably take a nap again tomorrow morning. Right, right. And then I got um, work tonight, so, like, this, I could wake up at 11 tomorrow. I could also wake up at 9.30 p.m. tomorrow. Like, you exactly. just never know. You never know what's going to happen. Um, oh, breaking news. Sony is scaling back PS5 production by 4 million units. Uh-oh. After issues with the um, console's custom design system on chip. I don't know what that means, but Sound like something went faulty. There's a fault, something faulty in the system. And this is why I never buy consoles when they first come out, because they always mess something up. Just want that to be known. You know what I'm saying? And there's like nothing good exclusively coming out at launch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't even know if you just wanted to end it before we ramble and then this turns into 45 more minutes of. <laughs> I was going to, but it's like, ah, the Sony thing came out. It's like, yeah. I think the last thing, people, I think people forget that, like, the PS4 and Xbox One didn't get rolling until, like, a couple years in. Yeah. It was like they, the consoles were out, there was nothing really coming out. And then Sony really hit their stride in the back half of it and just extended, mm-hmm. just extended the lead by 35. 
But yeah, uh, I think that'll wrap it up. Y'all have a good week. You know what? I'll play anything. Well, I got it at the beginning of this, I guess, because I think I start recording a little early. I think. This can just go out. I, I like this. I like what we did here. This, I might just put this out to people before I go to sleep, bro. Look at us go. Look at us do it. This uh, might be our first hour-long show ever. Like, only an okay, hour. Man. I'm proud of us. I'm really proud. We're growing up, bro. All right. Appreciate you, Josh. Thank you yep, all. Thank no you for calling in. Uh, see y'all Sunday for the live show. I think we have a live show Sunday, probably. Anyway, bye. <laughs>